Welcome to the latest edition of the Aston Martin Heritage Trust podcast. My name is Gary Taylor, and thank you for joining us. Uh, This is a special edition of the podcast, but before I explain that, I just want to give you two save the dates for next year. The first one is the 23rd of January 2024, where the Trust holds its annual Walter Hayes Memorial Lecture at the RAC Club, Mall, London. And we are very much delighted to have as guest speaker Marek Reichman, who is the Executive Vice President and Chief Creative Officer at Aston Martin Lagonda. More details will be on our website soon about this, but as I say, save the date, the 23rd of January 2024, when more details and tickets will be available. The other save the date is 31st of August 2024. That is a Saturday, and that can only be the fourth Aston Martin Heritage Festival. This will be held yet again at the British Motor Museum. And this year we'll be celebrating, among others, 30 years of the Aston Martin DB7. As I said, there will be some more themes. There will be an enhanced event compared to previous years. And more details will appear on the website, or you can sign up for our mailing list at amht.org.uk. So that's two saved dates, 23rd of January and 31st of August. The main feature of this podcast is where the AMHT were invited to be part of the annual Aston Martin Employee Open Day. But this time it wasn't just a day, it was a whole weekend celebrating 20 years of Gaydon on the 7th to the 8th of October. The Trust was there with a couple of our cars and explained the type of work we do to the visitors, which were considerable. Now, I took the opportunity on the Sunday to go around the site and speak to a number of visitors and employees about their day and the work they do. So here it is, and I hope you enjoy it. Right, so I'm at the Gaydon Open Day at Aston Martin, uh, Gaydon clearly, and just about to walk into the uh, custom atrium, and I'm with Grace. Now, hello, Grace. I know you're not too keen on being on the, <laughs> being on the microphone, but we do well. This, this is a great event. This is our second one for the Aston Martin Heritage Trust at St. Affin. First one here for Gaydon. Why is it important to have an open day for the employees? So this is our first open weekend at Gaydon since 2019. So um, we've had thousands of people through the door, almost 3,000 people this morning. Um, and it's a great opportunity for um, employees to show off the factory that they come to every day to their friends and their families. Does anyone from St. Athen come here? Yes, we, ha- we sent um, some tickets to the St. Athen employees. I think we had a few hundred people here so that have made the journey down today. Yes. That's, that's, that's quite a number. How many did you say it was? Uh, I think it's a couple of hundred. So from no, you said, you said, said thousand in total. No, no, no. no. Oh, so sorry. Um, we've had um, uh, almost three thousand visitors here this morning. Just this, this morning session. This morning. Yes. Yeah. Nice, we, I think it? we had we had four thousand people yesterday. So and we're at nearly fifteen hundred already for this afternoon. So. And it's only two o'clock, ten past two. All right. You back to work tomorrow? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Back to work Monday morning. <laughs> Thanks, Grace. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Right, so I'm now going to just walk into the custom, customer atrium. Now I'm going to apologise for the various noise and backgrounds, but it's, it's how it is. So for those of you who have been to the Gaydon atrium, you know it's, they have their cars there. So I have just found 
a security guard, which we have spoken to earlier. Quite happy to be on the podcast for a moment. What would you like to know, sir? Well, I'd like to know what you, uh, what you, how you work here at Aston Martin for, on the security. I do. Now, you, you've come over to Aston Martin Heritage Stand. You liked our cars. You've, been, you've seen all the cars around here. Which has been your favourite at, at this display so far? What do they call this one round here? Valor. The Valor. The Valor. You'd like that, would you? I like the Valor. But the one you showed me, sir, I, I especially like that one. The 1934 Ulster? Yes. Yes, it was beautiful. No, good old fashioned cars. No, good old fashioned day is nice, isn't it? Thank you very much. What's your name? Didn't catch your name. My name's Derek. Derek, pleasure. Thanks for your time. No problem. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to hear from Derek. And as I said, he mentioned about the, the Valor, and, and, and here it is. I think it was launched at the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Here it is. Uh, I'm going to be taking some pictures. Hello, gents. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a podcast, so you're happy just for two, two three minutes, one minute, 30 seconds? Okay, yeah, to say something? Have you, have you just arrived? Uh, yes. Do, yeah. do you work at Aston Martin? Yes, I work. What, what do you do there? Um, actually, one of the last departments is OVR, on wheels repair. That's when car is already built. Yeah. And it's, if you've got some imperfection on the paint or something, then we start. So we, we try to sort the issues yeah, on the on the cars. That's right. a very important job, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's have to be perfect yeah. after our job. Then we can send to last uh, quality control. Yeah. Quality. Do you have to be slightly OCD on that? Um, some people, yeah. yeah. Quality control supposed to be like. Yeah. So, so on, on your quality control, you, you find you find an error. Do you go back to the person that created it yeah. and? Uh, yeah, last, last person we check the car. If if she if, if he still finds something, then we we have to be sorted to to be perfect. Yeah. Right. Thanks so much for that. So, you. so what's your name? Sebastian. Sebastian, thank you. So, have you just arrived? Yes. What do you think to the Valor? Uh, I like it. I really like it. Can you see any imperfections? Not from this distance. <laughs> I need to be, but probably oh, I didn't. Yeah, not, <laughs> not, not from this distance, but when I get close. Probably in, on, on this car we don't find nothing, but the, the imperfection you can find for really, really close distance. Yeah. Okay, right, right. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much for time. But cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. That's it. Oh, feel like I'm Martin Brunder walkabout. I'm going to crash into someone here. Now, also, what we just have here, we have the DBR 22, I believe it is. No, it's actually cracking open top Aston Martin no windscreen well I say no windscreen it's got some sort of windshield I think it is uh, but no roof and it does look absolutely absolutely splendid let's just have a look at the car yeah TBR 22 again there will be photographs on the website so I'm just going to hopefully try and find someone to talk to about the car hello sir hello do you work Aston Martin yeah I'll just do, just recording the podcast. So you got a, a few seconds? Um, yeah, sure. Sure. What do you do at Aston Martin? Uh, I'm an integration engineer. Right. And how long have you been there? Uh, I've been here for almost three months now. Oh, fairly new then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah fairly new. You settling in okay? Um, yeah, sure. And have you just arrived? Um, yeah, just arrived. What do you think the DBR22? Uh, it's, it looks really cool. Actually, they've been hiding it from us, so we didn't get to see a lot of it. So this is the first time uh, I'm having a look. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. And is it Gaydon you work at or St. Athen? Oh, Gaydon. Uh, Gaydon, all right, great. Cheers. Well, three months. Uh, hope for your long career. Yeah, yeah, sure. Thank Thanks you for your time. Much. Thank you. So we have the Valhalla here. Hello, sir. You got a moment for a podcast? 
My English is not very good. Don't worry, neither is really mine. Don't worry about it. Do, do you work at Aston Martin? Uh, yeah. No, my son working your, here. Your, your son works there? Yeah. What does your son do? Uh, actually, this one, I think. So. Oh, perfect, because I was just talking about it. For, for this one. He works on this. So, so, do you know what he does? Uh, actually, I think so, the, last, the, the, the wing. The wing, okay, perfect. What do you think, what do you think of your son's work? Very good. He's the very, best. He's the best. <laughs> your son's done very well on the whole car, hasn't he? <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I think we can move over to the star of the atrium, which is the Aston Martin Valkyrie Spider, which is, sorry, yeah, treading over people, which is actually looking very, very splendid. It's, uh, I think it's one of the most cracking-looking uh, Valkyries. We've got the Valkyrie and the AMR Pro, but this one is looking particularly gorgeous. See if I can find someone who, is, who will talk to me about the Valkyrie. Uh, so I think we see a, a family. Hello. Uh-huh. Don't worry. Don't be scared. I'm with the Aston Martin Heritage Trust. We're doing a podcast. Um, do you work? Anyone work at Aston Martin? Do you work at Aston Martin? No, no. A, a friend of ours does. A friend of ours does. Yes. Okay, yeah. great. Is this the first time you've been here? Absolutely, yeah. It's a, a beautiful day and uh, it's some great cars. It is. Have you just arrived? Yes, yeah, I just got here. All right. What do you think to the Valkyrie Spider? It looks quite aggressive. I imagine it goes uh, very sharpish. What's, what, sort of, what sort of MPH does it get up to? I, I think I think we are certainly talking to 200 miles an hour and that sort of thing. Take the roof off and uh, in a, a nice breeze through your hair. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it looks fantastic. I mean, it's um, and and these your boys? They are, yeah. Do they like Aston Martin? Yeah. Do you like? I'm gonna ask, uh, hello. What's your name and how old are you? Isaac, and I'm te- nine. You're, you're nine. Yeah. You're nine. You sure about that? Yeah. Okay, right. What do you reckon to to the Valkyrie behind you? He shrugged his shoulders, he's not quite sure yet. There's a lot of cars to see here. Hopefully you'll find something you like. Let's look to you. Hello. What's your name and how old are you? Uh, Monty, I'm 12. Monty, 12. What do you think of the Valkyrie? I think it looks very good. There we go. That's much, that's much better. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> All right, thanks very much for your no time. Thank, thank you. Thanks. And I'm just going to find a one in the atrium. Yeah, we got a, uh, a, a Formula, Formula One car. Hello. I'm with the Aston Martin Heritage Trust, just doing a brief podcast. Hello, uh, what's your name? Uh, Thomas. Hello, Thomas. Uh, you're, you're keeping guard over the F1 car? Yeah, yes, indeed. What do you do at Aston Martin? I don't officially work, but I like to come and help out with these days where people come and look at these and I tell them about them. Any questions they have, I answer. Oh, that, that's I'm a best anyway. Yeah, well, that's, that's a very important role for this sort of thing. So what's the most common question you get? You've, this is the second day. What do you normally get asked? Is it real? <laughs> so I'm going to ask that. Is it real? Uh, unfortunately, this isn't. Um, it is proper carbon fibre F1 car, but it's missing the engine. It is from the uh, Aston Martin F1 base, though, and it is owned by the team. But these trophies are real. Oh, the trophies. So what trophies have we got here? So we got the 28th of March 2023, the, the Monaco. And what, what's this one over here? Second place? Can't quite read it. No matter. Montreal, second place. Okay, fantastic. So, were you here yesterday? Uh, yes, I was. Uh, the exact same. Exact same. Yeah. Keeping an eye on the cars, answering questions. All right. See all the smiles on people's faces. It's, a, it's an impressive-looking machine, isn't it? Yes, it is. All right. Well, thanks well, very much. No problem. Thank but, you for you as well. Thank you. Right. That's the atrium. Now, if some of you may have came to. Um, Gaiden many years ago outside the atrium there was like a courtyard out the back 
just a, a paved area and looking looking very nice. Now it's looking even nicer now because they are, I think we just put it down to two mirrored cubes, and I believe we can just walk into one of these mirrored cubes, and this is where you a queue specification centre, so you can go in there and it's looking very busy. Uh, very busy indeed, so there's going to be a lot of background noise. And I've just found a gentleman I can talk to. Don't be scared, it'll be okay. Hello, Hi. I'm with the Aston Martin Heritage Trust, just doing a podcast, just taking people around yeah. that people can't be here. So, what are, is, what are these units called? So, this, this area is a configurator area where you can configure what you know, color of the car, the seat, which leather you want. You can customize everything and you can. You know, pick your interiors. Your, you can configure your car, whatever the car you want. So is this like, is like a, a queue perso- personalization area, is it? Or a, a general Aston Martin? General Aston Martin. Any, any, okay. any car for DBX, DB12, Val- yeah, Valkyrie, or whatever it is, you can configure everything, whatever for your liking. Perfect. And I uh, see so we've got two of these now. They're, they're quite splendid items. Like, what is, that, is the other one different? That's slightly different than this. This is mainly a configurator area. Yeah. There you have more like, uh, you know, for the bit of a kid's play area and kind of thing where they make, they can have like an activity yeah. where they can make like a small uh, you know, toy kind of things with the leather. Oh, okay. That's, it's All a right. bit an extension of that. So it's a kid's area? It's not only a kid's area, but I think it's probably which for the kids as well. Okay. I won't be going there. All right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you very much for your help. No thank problem. you. Thank you. What's, ask, what's the, most, uh, what's the most common question you get asked? Is there any one that comes through? Not really. It's just, uh, you know, what are the colours, how many colours we got, you know, kind of things. Those are the main main thing, actually, and how, how to configure your car, basically. Okay. So what's through that door? That door is at least to a design showroom. Right. And, yeah, you can explore that area. Really. Okay, I'll see if I can find TB13 or something like that. All right, thank you very much. Okay, that was very interesting. Right, okay, we just move out this mirrored cube. And do we know where we're going? Just going to, somebody's just said, do we know where we're going? I think, well, I'm just following. I'm just going to let that noise calm down in front of me. It's quite a noisy, echoey moment. These employee days are absolutely wonderful. I said that we did St. Athen last year and we was absolutely amazed by the number of people that turned up and the Aston Martin Heritage Trust is, is totally honoured to be invited uh, uh, yet again. Right, so it's going to be noise, so bear with me. I'm just going to run through this. Here we go. Right. Noisy. A hot October day going through the uh, glass tunnel. Right, here we are. We're entering the, dark, the design studio, and I think I'm looking at a clay model of the Valor, so that is rather lovely. I'll see if I can find someone to speak to in a moment. The gentleman's in conversation, so I'll just leave him alone. No, he's not here for you. Hello, Hi. I'm Gary Taylor from the Aston Martin Heritage Trust, just doing a podcast, right, catching, okay. a, catching a few bits and pieces. So what, what are we looking at here? Well, this is a, this is a 40% uh, scale model uh, in clay uh, that we do right at the beginning of the design process. Um, and basically, you can see there's two themes on this. So uh, we'll have a couple of themes in scale, and then they'll, they'll choose one, and then we'll go up to full-size 
in clay and, and, and develop that. Okay, so is this the Vala? Vala? This is Vala, yes. Yeah, Vala. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Looks remarkably true, doesn't it, to the final... Yeah, it's not, it's not far off. It's, We've got, uh, got a split front end of like options considered. The other side's probably a little bit closer to how it turned out, but, um, but yeah, it, it's not far off to, to, to what, yeah. what... Do you work in the design studio? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. What's your name? David Lambie. David. Uh, are, you, are you on the clay modelling side? Or? I am, yes, yes, yes. Is, is clay still important for the design? It is, definitely, yes. It, it, because you see, I think, with 3D modelling and, and uh, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and very much computer-generated, that perhaps the is it is it the tactile? You can just see the surface in you, far better. Yeah, you can you can see it, you can feel it, you can run your hand over it. You, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 very important, really. Yeah. At the beginning, especially at the beginning. Yeah. You know, um, uh, when when you're working from sketches, uh, like we work from sketches and. And, and we'll interpret the sketch. Do you get inter- do you get handed a sketch? Yeah, we get handed a sketch by the designer, and then the designer will work with us, uh, and we'll develop the surfaces to to what he's got in mind. Really, sometimes he can't put that on the on the sketch, or you can't quite quite see it. But uh, we can work it out in in three D. I'm intrigued by that sketch. Does that represent anything, or is it just a wild imagination? I think it's one. Of, it's one of the the Valor original sketches. Now, between you and me, no one's listening. <laughs> Do you ever get handed a sketch and you go, really? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Thank you very much for your time. Right, no Thank problem. you. Right, so I'm just going to end this part of the podcast. Uh, I'm, now, we're only just outside the design studio. Surprisingly, the, the, the security mirrors are up, so I can't see... DB13 on the next generation Vantage or DBX2, but never mind. But what we do have is a DBX with all its, um, well, everyone's put their signature on it. I think every visitor that's come here is a white DBX and everyone's put their, their signature on it, So, uh, which is quite fun. I see a gentleman doing it now. Hello, sir. Hello, so you're just, I'm with the Aston Martin podcast. Uh, just two seconds. I see you just signed it. Do you work yeah. at Aston Martin? No, I don't know. You don't? No. Why have you signed it? Because you could. Because I could, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the car? Yeah, it's nice, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's quite uh, fun having the signature, isn't it? It's interesting with a lot of writing over it, yeah. 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 Fantastic. All right. I mean, you, you managed to find a space because I think it we're took, struggling now. It took, it took a little while to find a space, yeah, but I uh, managed to find a little bit of uh, space, yeah. I think perhaps yeah. you should have just bought a tin of Dulux painted over and <laughs> just put your signature. They might have to at the end of this, yeah. yeah. I think they will do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Right. And I think. I'm not quite sure where we're going to now. This is looking yes. up. Oh, sweet. Look at that. Now we've got the DB5 Junior. Uh, I think we've all seen it on the uh, social media website. And uh, somebody, well, I say kids, and a, and a big kid is driving a DB, DB5 Volante, which looks absolutely superb. Yeah, there we go. Fantastic. Are you, are you hello? I'm with I'm with Aston Martin Heritage Podcast. Are you queuing to go on the on we the are, junior? Yes, we, yes, the kids are getting really impatient now. Uh, the kids are yeah. getting impatient. Are you? I'm, getting, just, I'm just using them excuse. Are you getting impatient? I'm just using them as excuse, really. Are you really looking forward to going on the car? Yeah. I think it's only to. Uh, you're really, really happy, are you? To go on the car. To go in the car. Well, it looks fantastic. I think I'd. My dad's gonna go to match speed. Is he? All right. I don't know about that. All right. Well, good luck with all your children taking the car out. I think you're going to have a great time, and I hope you enjoy it as well. Thank you very much.
Are you looking forward to going in the car? Yeah. Okay, what's your name? Toby. Toby, great. How old are you, Toby? Eight. Eight. I think you've got a great time in that, aren't you? Yeah. Are you looking forward to taking Toby in the car? Oh, well, yeah, I think uh, I am, yeah. My husband's signed up, though. I'm, he's, not, he's gone off, so hopefully... He's, he's left you. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'll have to go. So, yeah, quite right. excited about that. All right, OK, well, yeah. it could be... Well, that, that's the DB5 Junior revving up right there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy it. Thanks oh, very thanks much for your time. Thank you. Thanks. Right, I'm just going to end this part of the podcast because so, I'm going to walk, walk my way back and uh, I'll catch you for part two. Right, welcome to uh, part two. So I've just walked down what was, used to be known as the street. Apologies for the noise. Let's just move over here because it's a very busy area. Here it is, a little bit quieter. And I'm delighted to meet someone who I've uh, met many, many times. Hello, Jane Gulliver. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. You're on the PR, I think you said, Jane. I work in the PR team, that's correct, yes. So I spoke to Grace outside as to, to the importance of this. What, what's your view of the importance of these open days? Oh, I think they're absolutely very, very important. It's great to see all the people that work here bring their families to see what they do because it, they're so proud of the jobs that they do here. To be able to show them around is immense. It means a lot to them. It, it, it is, isn't it? And as you know, as I, th- I think Grace said, I mean, up to it was up to two o'clock. About fifteen hundred come in by that session. It's going to be how many do you think over the weekend? Any idea? Uh, we had over four thousand yesterday. Uh, I think we're going to hit that again today. That's very impressive. Is this going to be a, an, an annual thing, or are we going to alternate it with Saint Athen? Yeah, we're going to alternate it with Saint Athen. So next year Saint Athen, and then the following year back to Gaydon. Do you think the Aston Martin Heritage Trust will be invited to St. Athen Pretty Please? Absolutely, of course. There we go, we've been on, been on our best behaviour year again. Again, Jane, thank you very much and thanks for your hospital and thank you for the pizza on Friday night. Uh, you're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> impromptu pizza. <laughs> impromptu pizza, we like impromptu pizzas. Right, Jane, I'm going to try and muscle my way here. Can you say anything about the wall, actually? Um, oh, the wall of names. So yeah, can you do something about the wall of names? It starts with Robert Banford, doesn't it? That's it, right, from the very first uh, person from Aston Martin right through down to the most current employees that anybody that's worked here, if their name is on the wall. So what happens? So Gary Taylor, you have been, you and Grace have been very impressed with my uh, podcast skills. You think, right, we'll have Gary Taylor join AML. When would I appear on the wall? You would appear on this left-hand side on the next version that we do in about six months' time. So he gets updated in six months' time. So uh, when you recruit me in six months' time, say in October, probably around, uh, probably in March. There. <laughs> Down the side of the factory. Right. Oh, there we are. There are listeners. You told that Gary Taylor will be on the wall in six months' time. Thank you very much. So he gets up seriously updated every six months. Yeah, we updated recently. Updated this, so this is relatively up to date. How did, how did you get comfort that you got everyone from the early days to now? Uh, a lot of research, a lot of people's input, employees' input to make sure that we've got everybody. First time we did it, we did miss a few people, so we redid it. Um, but we'll have about 99%. We've got everyone now. Are you on it? I am, absolutely. Can yes. you point me to it? I can. Come on, Ernest, point, point me to, to, your, to your name, because I think it, it's not even... Well, I can see why it's not in alphabetical order, because, but um, is, is it in some what sort of order, is it, when they joined? They joined. There we are. Jane Gulliver, there we go. Thank you very much. No worries, you're welcome. Jane, thanks for your time. See you soon. Bye. Right, so I've left the left the street and entering the production area and see if I can speak to anyone here. Let's go through. 
now hang on there's a gentleman I may need to speak to I'm with Aston Martin Harris just doing a podcast oh, hello. Do, do you work here? yeah I do excellent you're just the person just a few seconds if you wouldn't mind okay, uh, what do you do here what's your name? I, uh, it's Cameron Natural I work in SVO in the paint shop department yeah. so I paint uh, the Aston Martin uh, DBS's Vantage DB12 that sort of thing so they do the painting here because I thought the painting uh, was done less- really special colours here special colours yeah, here so customer requested colours they don't normally do at Wales Okay, what's the what's the what's the most unusual colour you've seen? There's a lot, mate. They're, There's they're a all, lot. They're all custom. Um, they had a purple tinted carbon Valkyrie here once with actual gold in it. The, just the tub itself was about five point seven million. But that wasn't even fully built up, so that's probably the weirdest one we've seen. Well, you pay your money. You yeah. take, you take your choice. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks very much for your do. Right. Well, I think I may just follow you all the way around because you seem to know what the hell's going on. Thank you very much. Thanks <laughs> for your right. time. Thank no you. Right, that was splendid. Okay, there's lots of uh, lovely children here with uh, face painting and, and balloons, so we hear a, a balloon go pop. Uh, well, I'll try and edit it out later on. I do actually want to try and speak to this gentleman about seats, but uh, he seems to have got quite a crowd. I've just been whacked by a balloon. That's okay. Right, I'll come back uh, in a few moments and pick this up. Uh, Welcome back, dear listener. And uh, first thing I see are seats. And you are? I'm Ben Checkley and I'm a trim apprentice here. So I've built these seats as part of my apprenticeship, learning all about these, how these seats come together and how they are put together manually. It's very physically demanding job, as you can see here. There's different parts that all go together. It's pulling and different techniques used to get these seats on. Seats are very complicated these days. I remember seeing a, an old jaguar type seat, and it was just like a, well, can I just say, like two planks with leather over top of it, a bit of foam in between. But looking at the seats now, well, what's, what in, what's in the backbone of a seat? So now you've got the aluminium frame and the plastic inserts which, go up, which, uh, which have the bolsters and the um, adjusting lumbar supports which help your back and side. And there's also other bits like ECUs which know when you're sitting on the seat and also seat belt reminders. Uh, so that's where the seat belt reminder comes in, yeah? Yes, uh, that's where so, like in my car, if I put some heavy shopping on the passenger seat, it seems to think somebody's sitting You're on it. Thinking someone's sitting. Yeah, on. You haven't quite cracked that yet, have you? No, no. <laughs> but yeah, they've got motors in them as well to move them backwards and forwards and set your own position. To and all that has to be memorised by an ECU in it. So, when when these were built back when that Jaguar was built, they weren't they weren't adjustable. They were just sit fixed but now you they're uh, they're adjustable for different sizes different types of people and different preferences and there's loads of different specifications you can have on this seat alone and it's it's va- it's so vast you could pick what you want and have what you want well it sounds like how, how heavy are these seats so these seats are about 35 to 40 kilograms to pick up really that yeah. that heavy as you can see here these these have uh, lift assisters so these lift assisters are used to lift the seat off the jigs, which are the, what the seat builders use, and onto and the seat frames and the uh, where they get quality assured. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you, you certainly need those. You don't want to be lifting and lugging those. So you say you, you, you're starting your apprenticeship on this, are you? Yes, yeah, so I started my apprenticeship on here. I'm now, I'm now doing sewing, so I'm learning how to sew these all together. I've been here just over a year, and they're putting me on loads of different courses and learning loads of different new things in the trim shop and around engineering as well. Which where, is it, where is it you... Uh, Sounds fascinating. You learn a lot of new skills. Is there a destiny, an area you particularly like to work on? I love prototyping. I love testing. And making something into a reality is so amazing and fascinating. And prototyping makes that possible. Great. Well, I wish you great in your career. Thank you very much for doing the apprenticeship, Aston Martin. Thank you. That was amazing. Amazing receipts, as I said earlier, about the, the Jaguar. The Jaguar's F-Type seat, I said two planks have been dismissed from Playful there, but you know, it was just like a, a bucket with foam and leather on top of it. But the seats now these days are so so complicated, and talking of so complicated, I'm now walking further down into the trim area, and I'm looking at uh, instrument panel assembly and test. So, I mean, we, we talk about complications. Well, <laughs> there we go. And I'm actually sit looking at a DB12... Facia or dashboard, if you like. I'm just going to take the gentleman I need to speak to is actually speaking to someone, so I'm going to just going to take a photograph of this, which will appear on the podcast website. Now, how long is he going to be? I think he might be a little bit of a time, so I'm just going to I'm just going to pause it and join you back in a few moments. Right, welcome back. Uh, gentleman is free, and his name is Paul Chandler. Is that right? That's correct. Hello, Paul. So what do you do? Paul? Uh, I'm one of the group leaders in manufacturing. Oh, perfect. So you're an you're, you're important person. Uh, well, I'm one of the colleagues. So. One of the colleagues, all right. Okay, so what, do you do, what are your part are you doing here? I'm surrounded by facias and dashboards here. Yeah, so today I'm just sort of doing the presentation on the IP assembly line. Um, I was the group leader on there for two years, so I've got some knowledge of the area. Um, was asked to support them for the weekend. Um, I've been doing presentations explaining the three models that we do in Gaiden. Uh, so we do the Vantage, the DB12 and the DBS. Oh, yeah, that's it. I was, I was trying to work them out. Yes, indeed, yeah. So the, the, um, the 12 is looking very splendid, isn't it? I mean, the, 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 the uh, centre display there. Yeah, so the, the latest iteration of uh, IPs are uh, more ergonomically friendly. So from where the armrest is, you've, where the, the PRND buttons used to be singular buttons, yeah. now that we've got a toggle switch, and then you've got your rotaries, so you've got a, a larger infotainment screen, and for the infotainment screen, it's also touchpad. So where, where with, with Vantage, a bit more stripped-down versions are more sports-orientated. Um, you've also got the, the paddle shifts that are incorporated in the steering wheel on the DB12, and we've reintroduced the glove box. Ah, glass box, there we go. <laughs> Important thing. So you say uh, group leader, how many, how many in your group? Uh, well, I'm, um, I'm back now on the main production line, Yeah. so I've got 31 technicians that work for me. So what do you do on the production line? So I work on T3, so mine's the interior trim. So we fit the trim, stick the seat, steering wheel, do the final download, uh, final inspection in manufacturing, uh, then we repair the cars to the standard, and then we ship it through to Geo and off tracks. How long does it take? Uh, I'm not sure we can answer the question. I mean, how, how long does it take you to to complete a task? If you like, on it so, sounds like a multiple tasks actually involved. But from when you're from, how long does it take to complete your job? Well, my job, but to build a, a car that goes through our tap time at the moment, seventeen and a half minutes. 
Um, 17 and a half minutes. Yeah, 17 and a half. So it's 25 cars a day. Yeah. Um, so we're on one shift. Uh, the, the trim shop, they're running over two shifts because they've got the constraints of some of the machinery. Uh, some of the embroidery machines are quite late, they're time consuming. Right, right. So it's a bit like the paint shop as well. They're, they've got robots in there. Um, so mainly on the production line, we're 17 and a half minutes. How long have you been here, Paul? Um, I'm just going into my 14th year. What, what did you do when you first arrived? Um, well, I was, strange enough, I was back into the area where I am. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> so, yeah, I was on T3 main manufacturing, um, did eight years there. I went to off-tracks and did two years, and then a rotation back into the trim shop, and then I'm back down on the production line. Um, it's good to move people around because you're your own internal customer, supplier. Um, so you're, you're, you're always knowledgeable of the areas that you're sending to and receiving from. What's uh, in those years? Did you say 13 years? 14? 13 years. 13 years. 14. Yeah, 14 years. You must have seen quite a few changes. Uh, been, yeah, obviously, obviously different iterations of cars. So yeah. then we've seen different models come through, uh, through all the, the building phases. So uh, new introductions, new personnel, new management systems, new directives. So it's, it's been, been quite a bit of a churn over the, over the last few years. I'm sure it keeps you on your toes, doesn't it? It certainly does. Great, great, Paul. Thanks very much for your time. Nice to meet you, Gary. That was excellent. 14 years as, uh, as group leader. Fantastic. Right, I think a, a long walk round, so I'm just going to switch this off and I'll join you again in a moment. Hello, back again, and I'm just going through the, the leather workshop. Oh, it's a lovely smell of leather but that's another subject for another podcast right now i'm going to just move my way through hello hello i'm gary from amht podcast you got a moment you're like your team team person yeah hello hello what do you do here what's your name i'm ryan ryan what do you do ryan i work in body construction how long you been there doing that for uh seven months seven months so fairly uh, fairly new boy fairly new boy you brought your family yeah they've come up from sunny wales come and check the place out all right i think it's a good thing for people to see what you're up to you're saying you're doing this but they can actually see what you're doing yeah definitely all right great thanks very much thank you thank you now i'm going to move over to what is one of my heroes i'll introduce him in a moment just bear with me as again i'm just going to switch this off because he's talking to someone and i'll come back in a second here I am. I'm, I'm delighted. Uh, one of my uh, people, uh, good friends that I follow on Twitter, Bell Choda. Now, his Twitter profile says, Chartered Engineer, Director for AML Pension Scheme, Inventor, Member of AML EDI Committee, a Mentor and a STEM Ambassador. How do you find time to be here? That's a very good question. Um, I always say, if your job is like a hobby, you know, and you enjoy doing your hobby, and you get paid to do it, life becomes a passion, so you just make time to do it. Well, you and I had lunch yesterday. I think we had hot dog and chips or something like that. Uh, I, I, I told my girlfriend it was a salad, but we keep that quiet. Uh, so one of the things I found, you, you're, you're very inspirational. You're great passionate for the, for the apprenticeship scheme, aren't you? Yeah, um, very simply, uh, my granddad, who's my true inspiration, uh, he used to uh, explain stories to me about how he fought in the, worst, in the First World War and the challenges he faced. And he used to make me count his battle scars on his chest and none on his back. In other words, always face your challenges going forward. 
And uh, so I grew up always deciding that whatever the challenge is, I'm going to you know, go for it going forward. I'm never going to run away from them. And uh, my passion was always uh, working for a brand like Aston Martin. So he bought me an Aston Martin Matchbox car from the age of seven for my birthday. That was the first time I got a birthday present, which was my own, not a hand-me-down from my older brothers. Oh, right. So, uh, so that car became my passion, and I decided one day I'm going to get there. And, uh, and he made, I made him uh, promise that if I ever get to reach my goal, that would I'll start serving the community. So as a, as a Sikh, it's one of our traits to uh, make sure we serve the community, which comes in many forms. So on a Friday lunchtime, when we normally go home to play around a round of golf or start the weekend, uh, for the last 21 years, I go to schools, colleges and universities to inspire young people to live their dream just like I'm living mine. So over the years, I've completed over 500 events inspired over 100,000 young people, 15 of them work at Aston Martin. You, 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 are, quite, you are quite amazing. I think it's, it's quite, quite staggering what you're doing. And, and, you're, and you're here on, on the leather production line. Yeah, so this area... So, so I, is, this is not your area, though, is it? Yeah, so I look after the whole trim shop. Uh, I look after... So my job is to work out a way to make anything. So the machines you're behind us are my inventions. So if we can't make, find a way to do it, I'll work out a way to do it. So I've got patents we've now got behind my name where the company owns the patents but these are licensed to Aston Martin no one in the world can do what we can do our perforating and cruelty machines are our latest invention so I came up with the idea our design team set us the brief I tried to work out a way to do it and even if global experts in this field like who said it, what you're trying to do can't be done I roll up my sleeves to try to prove them wrong in this instance it took me six weeks to work it out once you worked it out I registered the patent uh, we've got three machines here three machines on another site and it allows us to offer our customers any combination of perforating and quilting design that no one else in the world can do like we can. What's your, what's your, um, what's your views on, on leather in, in production? Is, is there, I think we're moving away from it slightly, are we? I think leather will be always uh, close to the heart of a lot of our customers. Um, many people don't want to go from it. There are other materials, luxury materials, which you can always introduce. But we work closely with our designers to make sure the brand theme is always there. It's got to be luxurious. It's got to have that beautiful effect. It's got to have the smell of certain materials. And we'll always have that authenticity in, in, in our cars. So uh, whether it's leather or other materials like vegan leather, it's something that we're looking at and investigating for the future. So all I can say is watch your space. Watch your space indeed. Now, finally, I know you're a busy man. I've got uh, people who want to speak to you. Now, looking to the future, we spoke, we spoke about the future production. What's the future of, of Apprentice? It seems to be in the in the noise and the media at the moment about apprenticeships being the way forward. I spoke to one of your colleagues at the beginning. I think it's David was his name on the seats. Yeah. He's just started an apprenticeship here. How do you see the future of apprenticeships in the motor industry and Aston Martin? Yeah, certainly I think it's very, very important that we engage with young people. Uh, you know, they couldn't be in more need of support, especially after the recent pandemic. So we need more professionals going out to uh, schools to encourage them to think about their future careers. The reason is it simply gives them uh, a, 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 a informed career choices rather than thinking I'm going to do a degree in this and end up in a job in that and realise I hate my job. Why am I now in debt and I've got a degree that I'm not even using? So as Sam ambassadors, we can go out to colleges, universities and schools like I've been doing to inspire them towards their future careers. And the fantastic story is um, I've met so many young people now who are in careers of choice, just like I am. When you're in a career of choice, we call it a hobby job. We always say they're the best jobs to be in because you're doing it because it's a hobby and you're actually getting paid to do your, your, your hobby. So there can't be a better job in the world. It's not about the money you earn. It's about being happy doing the job that you're doing. Well, the Aston Martin Heritage Trust, in part of its educational remit, is to promote and champion apprenticeships, and we want to work a lot with, a lot with the people in the industry. And I think we will be in touch with you 
fairly soon to help us along if that's okay. It would be my absolute pleasure to join you guys and help with the next generation. Bow, your legend. Thanks very much. Have a lovely day. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Left the trim area and I'm just walking into the main manufacturing facility and on my right is the pilot build area which is uh, sadly uh, all tall walls and no way you're going to be looking behind that. So I think there's something very special behind that and hopefully we'll be able to see something in the near future as to what they are hiding. Now I'm at the trim and final control centre. Apologies for the noise, we've got uh, music and people uh, and and all that so hopefully oh hang on I've just seen a young man in a DB11 I think it is with a virtual virtual reality headset on there's the future isn't it so I'm just going to see if I can find someone hello I'm with um, the uh, why am I looking at shit I know who I am I'm, Ga- I'm Gary Taylor from Yaston Martin Heritage Podcast have you, have you got a moment of course yeah no. uh, what, what, what's your name uh, Mark Fincham Hello, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for your time. So I'm in the control chairman and final control centre. Is this the area you're working? No, that's to throw you off. We're the vehicle concepts team. Vehicle concepts. That's it. There's some atmospheric noise that's going on there. There we go. We'll work around that. Vehicle concepts. So what's that about? Uh, so we're an R&D function. We're effectively some of the first engineers on the scene when the company decides it needs a new vehicle. So we are making a start, owning the occupant, the occupant position, putting the big blocks of engineering in place, be that engine gearbox, um, whilst our colleagues in design are drawing the beautiful dress to drape over the engineering. And we then orchestrate or help orchestrate the engineering and the design coming together along with studio engineering. So well, I'm very tempted to ask what the obvious question is as to what's coming up, but I'm not going to get an answer. How far, how far ahead do you tend to work? We're probably 40-plus months ahead of production. So what's that? Four, four and a bit years we tend to four, be Four and a bit years. So nobody's listening. Can, 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 can you give me a hint when we might hear something next? No, all sorts of exciting products coming your way soon, I would think. Are you sure you're not working in PR? Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, just before I spoke to you, I saw a young man yes. in, in this. This is a DB11, isn't it? It is. And yeah. he had a, a virtual reality headset on there. Um, what's going on here? Uh, this is one of our engineering tools we would use for perhaps we've got three or four options for a header position where the windscreen's going to end. We can use the VR tool now to assess those three positions against our target and go, oh, yeah, option A is fantastic, option B perhaps not so much. So we can rule out options earlier on without having to build a physical property, be that an ergo buck or a prototype car. So money-saving opportunity. Money-saving, yeah, money-saving high-tech. Um, what we're doing today is quite an exciting showing that tool off in that we're doing you a history lesson through the DB cars. So we're sitting you in DB11, magic it into James Bond's DB5. I, I've just seen it on the screen. I saw a DB5. Yeah, uh, DB, DB12 has popped up now. Um, Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. I'll tell you how fast I've because I've just come from the design studio and yes. they're still, they use a lot of technology, but they're still using clay modelling. Yes. And here you are with virtual headsets. It's a mixture of old and new, what works best, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. They, they will use VR as well. I, th- I think still having a physical model in front of yeah. them gives them proportion and those kind of ideas that they need. But yeah, all of these technologies are yeah, very useful. Really very exciting. 
Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Pleasure. Round the production side of things. And um, so, could you just have your name? My name is Andre. Andre, and you are? I'm Thomas. And Thomas, okay. So, Andre and Thomas, what, what do you do? I'm a rectification reworker in a cal line. Okay, so the rectification, it's a, that's an important role, isn't it? It must be. Is there much to do? Uh, no. No, it's not much to do. No. Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right, so how, how long have you worked at Aston Martin? Uh, from 2016. And have you always been on rectification? Uh, yes, always. Right. Right. Do you hope to stay there and keep doing that? Well, if, it, if, if, if the cars are absolutely perfect, you're going to be out of a job, aren't you? Uh, carving perfect, yes. yeah. But anyway, we try make better, better, better and better. better. There's no it's, such thing, is there? It's, it's if customers see perfect, yeah, but quality not see perfect, yeah? yeah. We make better. It's always those improvements, isn't there? Yes. It's always yes. those improvements. So Thomas, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah you, are you electrician? Yeah, he's just only starting. Like, uh, well, that's okay. How old are you, Thomas? Uh, Sixteen. 16, and you've only just started, so you say just started, when was that? Uh, last month. Last month. Wow, that's, that's tremendous, it's a, an exciting thing. Are you on an apprenticeship scheme or, or what? Yeah. yeah. What's, uh, wh- what have you done in the past month? Just been uh, on just lectures? Checking, just been checking things out, watching uh, how to do things and, you know, learning. Have you always wanted to work at Aston Martin? Uh, always within the car industry. The car industry is good, isn't it? It's a, it's a great opportunity for, for people to learn, learn skills and transfer to other industries. Well, great. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. Now, I'm just walking back and... Hello. No, it's all right. Don't run away. I think we've met before. I'm with, I'm with the Aston Martin Heritage Trust. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, hello. So this is, um, this is Aston Man. Aston Martin man, I did. Aston yeah. Martin man. Uh, does he ever speak? Not very often, this one, no. no this one? Oh. I mean, there's more than one? There's more than one. How is he, um, how, how long is, how old is Aston man, Aston Martin man? He's been around for a while now, hasn't he? Do you know what? I don't actually know the answer to that one. Well, he's been, he, he's been, been around uh, Aston Martin man has been pointing around for 110 years. You've done very well for 110 years. The, the moisturiser must be tremendous. Look at that. Fantastic. How, how is he? Uh, he appears uh, every. Is a he, I assume? We can assume. We can assume. The identity of this Aston Man is as secretive as a Batman is, you know. So it's, um, I guess the kids love him. They do. Well, it's a very Marmite question. They'll either run away scared or love him to pieces. Right. I th- well, I think we got a picture of you in the, uh, in, in the Ulster from yesterday. You did seem to lose some weight from yesterday. You was in the Ulster yesterday, Aston Martin Ulster. I think it might have been your um, your cousin. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that was good. Uh, so Aston Martin man, or sometimes he's known as Aston Man. But to be fair, it's a bit like interviewing a Stig. He actually doesn't say a word. I say a he. Could be she. Anyway, just going to move on. I'm going to look towards winding up this podcast. Uh, Not all the factory is open. I say the pilot build area is actually closed, and that's a significant area. Uh, I've got some ideas myself what might be in there, but uh, I will not speculate. So I'm just going to try and have a word with some of the one of the visitors that has gone around here and see what they thought of their day. So if I can find someone. 
Do, do, do you work here at Aston Martin? Are you a visitor? I don't work here. Do you I work, work at Newport Panyard. Well, that's oh, even better. Um, I'm Gary Taylor from the Aston Martin Heritage Podcast. Hello. Hello. Um, so we do a regular podcast. Uh, it's our first time going around Gaydon. So you say, you're, what's your name? Are you, you're at Newport Pagnell, you say? Yeah, I'm Stephen. Stephen Gooding. Stephen Goody. So yeah. what do you do at Newport Pagnell? Uh, sort of like work on the cars, fix them, repair them. Yeah, basically diagnose faults, everything. So this is where Aston Martin works, is it? Yes, it is, yeah. On the, mo- on the modern side, not the heritage side. But on uh, okay, on the modern side. So uh, you, you say the modern. How far does modern go back in your mind? Uh, 2000. Uh, DB7. Uh, so DB7 is still considered modern? Yeah. Because in some 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 people think it's now moving into a classic status, which almost certainly is. Uh, well, it's not at the moment. It's still we still fix them. Still you still them. fix them. Yeah, and they help us out as well. Heritage do because they obviously know a bit about them as well. So yeah. how long have you been there? Uh, six years now. Okay. What, what, what did you do before that? Uh, I worked at a uh, franchise, Aston Martin franchise. Aston Martin franchise. Okay. So, are you enjoying what you're doing? Where you? I love it. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant place to work. But, so what do you think of, of Gaydon? It's a bit different than Newport Pagnell, isn't it? Uh, I've known this place for about only 20 years now, I've been here. So yeah. coming here and okay. train, training used to be over here. Yeah. And, and all sorts, I go back a long time, yeah. So, yeah. Enjoying good. your day? I am, lovely. And did yeah. you bring your family? They seem to have scared. I mean, any one of a microphone, they run away, don't they? They, they have, yes. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, thank you for staying with me. Thank you no very problem. much. No thank, you, thank, thank you, thank you. Bye. That was great. It was great to hear someone from... Uh, Newport Pagnell. Right, I'm now going to walk back to the Aston Martin Heritage Trust where we, where we have a stand. Now, they've probably all run off and they got fed up because I've just left them abandoned. Well, I, they should know the feeling by now. So, um, so let's see if I can find someone else to have a quick word with while I'm down there. Now, hang on, this looks, this looks quite interesting. The man is not actually... Here we go. He's not going to run away. He's clocked me. Here we go. Hello, sir. Have you got a moment? I'm with the Aston Martin Heritage Trust. Yeah, you got a moment for, for a, a podcast? That's a quick chat. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your name? Sean. Sean, what do you do here, Sean? Oh, I, say, I, I, I assume here. Sprayer. You're sprayer. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Okay. So is this some of your handiwork here? No, this is... The apprentices have done this. Are you happy? Are you happy with the apprentice work? Yeah. You've you just missed him, actually. He's just gone. Oh, has he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So how long have you been a sprayer? I've been the, the 25 years, January. Yeah. yeah. And how long at, here at Gaydon? That's 20 years now. Yeah, of course it's 20 years yeah, at Gaydon, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 right, so you've yeah, been here all the time. You must yeah. have seen some colour schemes, haven't you? I've seen some, yeah, some yeah. mad ones, yeah. Some mad ones, okay. <laughs> yeah. How the, uh, has the spraying tech improved over the years? Has there been any changes? Yeah, everything's changed now. The guns, everything, paint's changed. In, 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 in what way from those days? Solvent, when I first started, it was all solvent-based paint. Oh, it would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I know, it's all water, obviously water-based. Um, yeah, the guns, guns, everything's changed, really. Right. And I, I think I spoke to one of your colleagues earlier. I mean, here at Gaydon, you do the uh, the special request paint, uh, yeah, paintings. Yeah, St. Appen yeah. do the standard colours. colours, that's right, yeah. yeah. Is it, are you finding more and more requests for special colours? We're busy, yeah. You're busy, yeah. Right. Not, not people having stripes at the minute. <laughs> now, again, I spoke to another one of your colleagues uh, outside the podcast. Said he, I think he was in a spray spay brew over there. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're working the weekends. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. attend to work the weekends? Oh yeah, I've been here the last couple of weekends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is so uh, so is this a bit of a day off for you or volunteer? Uh, no, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> being, a, being a bit guarded, being a bit guarded, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time. No worries, Appreciate guys. it, thank you.
Right, I think we can start to wrap it up and I'm now going to move over to the Aston Martin Heritage Trust stand. So, here we are. We have the 1934 Ulster and he he doesn't actually know I'm going to be speaking to him but we actually do have on site our very own chair, Mr John Walden. Hello John, thanks for joining us. Hello Gary, how are you? I've had a great time. I've just been round a factory. I know I said it'd be five minutes, but that's um, an hour and a half later. Yeah, now, I'm desperate for a cuppa. Yeah, so I'll make you a cup of tea before we get it sorted. Um, you've been here before at Gaydon, haven't you? I think uh, we had a trustee meeting here a long time ago. This is a great event, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. There's so many people. Um, the place is packed, and we can walk around the museum, uh, sorry, the, the factory, and see what's going on. Okay, that, that, that's great. So, how important do you think it is for the? Uh, we've been invited again, uh, Saint Avenue this time for Gaydon. Right. How, how do you think it's um, good for the uh, Heritage Trust to be at these sort of things? I think it's it's very important. It gets the, our, our message out to the staff and their families. Uh, they're all really interested. Uh, I think it's a great thing to be at. I think it's part of you know your passion. I think it's a trustee's passion to to start sharing the Aston Martin heritage history, the stories, the personalities. And this is a great avenue, isn't it? Oh, it's wonderful. And I think, uh, you know, we get the word out to the staff and they'll, they'll tell their friends. Uh, and it's just good for everybody. Now, I abandoned you while I was doing my podcast walkabout. Uh, I think the, when I've been here, the Ulster has proved very popular. Has that been the popular still? <laughs> Every, everyone is coming up asking about the Ulster. Um, maybe maybe the, the, the company needs to shut its ears but everyone's saying it's the most beautiful car here and it's the one they'd want to go home with I, I think you're right, I think it's right well, fortunately one of us is going to be driving it out to be trailered and it might be Tim Cottenham are, are you, you're you not shy, I see you chatting to people Hello, I'm Tim. not shy Gary, you're quite right yeah, I've had a lovely day talking to people you yes. have haven't you, you, yes. you're, you, you, you love this sort of as I do actually you've been here fully about two days two I think days. you I think you was only just going to pop in but you've been here solid and so thank you for your support oh Gary it's been an absolute pleasure I've had the best time ever I've met so many really nice people who are really interested in Aston Martin the history and, and all the things associated with it now, I'm very pleased with the two cars we brought today two very different cars different people have been interested in different things certainly is I mean the people seem to look at the, we've got a DB7 Zagato uh, people think don't seem to realise it. that is actually 20 years old no it's, it's aged really well it's got some fat, smashing design features I, I like pointing out to people the rear screen which is very sculpted it's got a big dip in it it's an incredible shape um, and the grill, when this came out, um, like everybody thought, wow, that's a huge grill. Now that's the standard. You know, yes. this was the first car that had the big grill. Yes, it is. I remember when I first saw it, I thought, oh my goodness. But as you say, it's, it's, now, it's now the, uh, the full, uh, well, it looks quite small compared to the others. So I think we're about three quarters of an hour before the doors are closed. And um, the chairman wants a cup of tea and he's going to, you know, he's lucky when he gets ratty. Yes. Oh, am I being am I being asked to go and get the, the drinks? Oh, that's a good idea, isn't it? He's put in rank. He's he's always been like that, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Okay. I've, so I'm going to wrap up now because uh, Tim and I got to get uh, the chairman a, a cup cake and a cup of tea. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again. Bye. Okay, as a bonus edition, because I said, right, that's the end of the podcast. And I've just, as I was walking out, I've come across the the Valkyrie production area. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so this is SVO Valkyrie we're in at the moment. So, uh, what's your name? I didn't catch it. So, it's Jake Dudley, and I'm a hydraulics engineer here. So, you work on the Valkyrie? I do, yep. So, I do all the hydraulic aero elements, suspension, lift, uh, and also the gear changes. It's all controlled by the hydraulic system. That, that's 
that sounds a very clever job. It's, I think it sounds very clever, but, you know, there's a lot of sitting in front of a computer most of the time, I'd say. Is it? Is it? Yeah. So what, what have we got here? We've got the F1 AML. This looks uh, very much a... It was like the 110 years at uh, Silverstone, I guess, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, yeah. so it's the same car. It's been to Top Gear, it's been to Silverstone. Um, it's had quite a lot of sort of press presence, this car. Uh, in the moment, it's just in its sort of standard. It's got the uh, Aston Martin racing colours across it, and it's just set in standard body panels. Have you managed to drive it or any other Valkyrie? Uh, no, I spend a lot of time in the passenger seat, but sadly I've not got the qualifications to drive them. Uh, you need qualifications to drive yeah, these, do you? There's, there's special driving training courses they have to go on, and there's only a limited number of people that are able to drive them. So I think that, that, uh, that's gonna make, that may pass you by, but I think you'll have a nice warm feeling that you're behind the scenes on it, yeah? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, it's an incredible project to be able to work on, and I, you know, looking back on it in the future is going to be incredible to say, you know, I had a part in that car. Jumping ahead, I mean, the, the Valkyrie is coming to the end, if you like. I mean, it, you've still got cars. How many have you got cars in build now? Uh, so at the moment, we've probably got close to 10 cars that are in build, and we've got left well, about 110. Oh, right, so there's still plenty of work to do then? Yes, there's still plenty oh, of work so, to do. That's me, be, me being naive, I thinking that's probably at the end now. Um, so for yourself, wh- wh- where do you go after this? That's a very good question. I mean, where I'm needed. You know, if they need hydraulic assistance on a different vehicle, I'll be applied to that project. Well... Valkyries uh, this week has been, has been announced to go to uh, well, a variation of that for, for Le Mans, hasn't it? Yes. That, that would be exciting, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, that would be a great project. Uh, I'm not quite sure on what running gear they're running on that. I don't know if yeah. they've got any hydraulic aeros or even the powertrain they're running at the moment. They've just sort of released what's online. I've only seen that, really. Well, let's, let's see what happens on that one. But this, this production area, this is a whole dedicated... This used to be, a, uh, I can't remember, before it was Valkyrie, it was something else. I can't quite remember. Can you remember what it was? Uh, yeah, so they built Speedster in here beforehand. So they did the Speedster in, uh, in this building and then they can sort of change the ramps and things to make it uh, work for Valkyrie. Seems a, a nice, quiet uh, micro area away from the rest of the factory, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's usually hidden off behind closed doors. It's, it's quite a rare opportunity for people, even in the factory, to be able to come in and see here. It's all on keypad doors. I, I guess not many people have actually seen the Valkyrie, especially the friends and the families of the employees, have they? No, no, it's, it's not really around. Unless you've, I mean, they've done a day at Caffeine and Machine with this car, and a lot of people I know in the factory went to that day to go and see the car and show their families. But other than that, I mean, running days like this is perfect for people to come out and see what we do. Great. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. No worries, mate. Thank you. You're listening to the Aston Martin Heritage Podcast. Discover more about the story of Aston Martin, the cars, the people, the history, with the Aston Martin Heritage Trust. You're always welcome to visit us at our museum in Oxfordshire, so find out more via amht.org.uk.